really good start to the podcast, sure. Thank you. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Five Safe Podcast. I'm I'm your host, Fergus Smith, and I'm joined by Ross Dewar, who is now a creature. Hello. Craig Gregor. Hello. And Billy Kirkpatrick, who's absorbing a kebab right now. Hello, well it's not actually kebab, but hello. I just I you know, I just hit and hope. Assumed that Billy would be eating a kebab. He's not. Only the weekends. Kebabs are for the weekends. It's quite the your figure during the week. Exactly. Um, it's been two weeks since we were last here. And that time, Scotland, uh, I played played two games, and we're back in in the domestic world again. But we'll start off where we finished. It was three days before the Scotland Israel game. I believe so. Around about then. And. Um, Everyone was fairly confident of Scotland winning, apart from Dewar, who's a twat. To be fair, obviously we were all watching the game together. Uh-huh. I wasn't confident. Were we all watching the game together? Oh no, we weren't all watching it together. No. You guys were watching, I was... <laughs> I, I, there was three, I, of, three of the five-a-side podcasts were at hand. And... Um, I, no, <clears throat> I was confident going into the game. Uh, I didn't get to watch it until I seen the highlights, um, but there's something unnerving about Scotland playing and just getting phone notifications. So, I think I checked at one point and I got a phone notification that uh, that said that it was two each. And then it, the the next thing I got it was like correction, uh, like Scotland were still losing. And then I got another one saying that Scotland had scored two each. And then I got, I didn't get another one until like full time. And then it was like full time Scotland three Israel two. And I was like, wait, what? When did we score? But obviously, I just hadn't seen another notification, hadn't come through yet. Yeah, uh, I mean, I expected a convincing win, but our defenders yeah. weren't feeling it. weren't feeling like giving us a convincing clean sheet win. And a convincing win against Israel uh, was never something that Scotland can do. Even that one time we were throwing, we just we had to pray in a last minute and Alan McGregor wonder save to keep us in it. Was it? Yeah, it was a. Uh... A roller coaster of emotions that game. Um, yeah, a roller coaster. I don't think I've another statement to be honest with you. I was. That was a certain, certainly a roller coaster for me. Yeah, good one. But yeah, I was <laughs> to concede in what was it the fifth minute or something, fourth minute conceded in fifth minute, yeah. And you just think from then on, it's like oh, here you we think I'll oh, in for a long night. Yeah, and then fair enough, we. Start getting more into the game, start pressing her a bit, playing some decent football, get a goal back. You think, here we go, right? It's now our time to go and uh, push on. And uh, and then within a minute, you're losing again, which is uh, really, really good. The Scotland's way. Well, that's what, all, that's what all good football teams do. 
score and then concede seven seconds later. Straight away, yeah. And it was basically the, the same, well, it wasn't basically the same goal, but it was a, a free kick in the, the left-hand, or their, their left-hand side. Um, the first one, they, they put the free kick in straight away. Uh, this one here was a cross that kind of just bundled off a couple of people. Gordon saved, made a good save, and then, yeah, just there for a tap-in. But yeah, mm-hmm. so it wasn't ideal. Um, can we take a, a minute uh, to talk about uh, Lyndon Dyke's love for penalties? We can. We can talk about how good he is at penalties, you know. They are really good at penalties. The best penalty taker in the team. It, it, the penalty was a lot worse um, looking back at the video than it was at the stadium. The penalty looked meh from my where I was sitting. It looked not great, but when you see it on the the replay, um, it is dreadful. Uh, it's, it's possibly it's one of the worst penalties I've seen. penalty against Austria in the last international break was dreadful, but it went in. Which is, is all right, I guess, but when you go up and basically hit the exact same penalty, it's not, it's not, it's not good. Because uh, it's almost like it's uh, it's almost like he's he's just decided that that's what he's doing with his penalties. He's just doing that, yeah. And he's just gonna he's just gonna keep doing it. And if the goalkeeper <laughs> saves it, then <laughs> fair play. Or yeah, yeah. Um, but I do imagine that will be him off penalty duties from uh, from now on, which uh. Just, just go to some, someone that's confident with him. McGinn, decent enough at penalties. Um, McTominay, when he stepped up in the 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 playoff games for the penalty shootouts, he put his penalty away in decent enough fashion. McGregor's usually consistent at penalties, although he did miss one last night, but we won't get into that one. Uh, yeah, he's, yeah, I was going to say, his penalties are usually fairly solid. Um, but yeah, some decent enough ball strikers, you would think. It shouldn't be a really a big problem, hopefully. But um, obviously he got his goal in the second half. Um, although Mister Referee didn't. Yeah, that that's the one. That's the one that I got the notification saying it was disallowed, and I was kind of yeah. a bit, a bit annoyed. But then, obviously it was given, which is a bonus. First I could, I, I could, a... I could, I could maybe understand an argument for it to be disallowed, but then, uh. We needed the goal, so yeah. I'd I feel like watch it in real time. Yeah, maybe once you watch a couple of replays, yeah, the the goal. Yeah, it's not. It's, like, yeah, no. It's definitely his ball to go and try and win with his foot. Like anyway, like another guy brings his head right down. Um, and then ever ever first real VR in a in a stadium for me. It was. Uh, oh yeah, true. It was a good one. Same. Get I've twice. experienced it once. <clears throat> yeah. Um. Yep. And then everyone's favourite Englishman, Scott McTominay. No, uh, everyone's pop, popped Scottishman. up. Popped up at back post and um. What what who's it described? He, he coolly headed home. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> how he described it in flash. Yeah, <laughs> coolly headed at home. Um. It was so, so cool. cool. I think it was more it... like. He ran into Chest, it and it bounced belly, off him. Yeah. yeah, he was just in the right spot at the right time. But exactly, and it went in the back of the net, and we got the we got the win. 
and the the stands looked like absolute limbs, and they did the yeah, airplane celebration. Close. So that's what you know. What a hero! And, and yeah. That's all. That's all anyone wanted going into that game was just to get the win, get out of it with three points, and put ourselves in the driving seat. And that's what we've done. And yeah. Next up, uh, we travelled to the Faroe Islands, um, which you can't actually see on Google Maps until you zoom really, really close in. Um, that's how small the, the place is. And I think most Scotland fans expected a fairly convincing victory. Um. Mm. Uh, Although I, I think a lot of us could could also have seen what was coming, I feel like a lot of us Scotland were sort of fans would have realised going in previous games going away to a team similar to the Faroe Islands. Um, I think most Scotland fans would not have been expecting a big win, but um, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say big, but I think a lot of people were like, I don't want to. No games of formality, but. As much a formality as it, it can get, um, but everyone also had those worries of of what's happened in the past. Yeah, for us, Pharaohs have made themselves a, a tough place, place to go, um, so far. Uh-huh. This... And yeah, they made it um, tough for us. We yeah. only came out one nil winners. Well, which was the, the same as what Denmark came out of, um, and we basically scored a goal at the same time as Denmark scored their goal. So it was a sometimes you just got. Goal, but... You got to stick you in the there. Win. Yeah, you go there, you get the win. Performances really don't matter in qualification. Um, getting the the wins to get to the get qualified basically is all that matters. Also, a, a good performance is nice, but yeah, when you're in the situation that we were in, <laughs> where it really does put us in the driving seat to get a um, playoff yeah. spot. Then Can I pose a question? What? Yeah. Is it a concern that we seem to only perform in the second half of games? Mm, Not a concern, no. no because I'm, I'm more, I'm more concerned about our lack of sort of creativity at times. That's, I'd be more concerned about that. It's not really our lack of creativity because we, we create a lot of chances sometimes. We just. For lack of putting the ball in the back of the net. Yeah, but it's the different ideas. Like we don't seem to have many sort of different ideas at points. And when we're frustrated by a team, it seems like we. For, for me, it's lack of a yeah, goal scorer. Like lack of that guy who's going to score every game. And, yeah. Well, not, obviously, no one can score every game. Well, but Lyndon Dykes is trying his best to score every game. Yeah, that is. He is trying his best, but when you give him about twenty chances, no wonder yeah. he scores one. No, but, yeah, uh-huh. but when you play. But, when you play a better team, the chances might not come as I feel readily. like if we were generating different types of chances, a lot of the time it's like a cross, a hopeful, not a hopeful cross into the box, but a cross into the box that's like an aerial cross. What what we did against the Pharaohs was we changed it up. Patterson came on. He played a completely different type of cross than what we'd played all game across the face of defenders lower down. And it made them have to actually make a move for it. And we got the goal from it. It's the kind of ball that Dykes like, so it's a kind of it's a basically similar. Well, oh, so that, that that's the way we. Against, I feel where it's like low down. That's the way we should be playing it yeah. more more often, but also mix up a bit. Like try go through the middle, try play it through on the ground yeah. where you can. 
But we did just, have those. Like, just something a bit, a bit different at times would be nice. In the initial game, there was the one where we cut it back to McGinn. I think it was the 85th minute or something like that. Cut it back to McGinn yeah, that, in the middle uh-huh, of the box. Yeah. And McGinn's a guy Missed. you expect to get the ball in the middle of the box to put it in the net. But it just doesn't seem like we, the team sometimes just can't get the, get that finishing touch on it. But yeah. we're, we're getting the wins now. Exactly. Yeah. These two games we had to win. We came away with six points from them, so... We yeah. move on to our, ne- our next game. That... I do think some credit has to go to Austin McPhee for his work in set pieces because we did look more potent at set do, pieces than we have done we do, uh, previously. Yeah, you could see that especially in our real game. Like the, the goal that we got in the last minute had clearly been worked on a few times, especially even in that game. We'd, we'd tried that a few times, a flick on it front post, and it either goes in or you get the guy at the back post to just knock it in. Um, and you know, playing football like you need you need to have you need to be good at the set pieces. That's as simple as, especially when you're a, a lower team as such. Like when we're playing against the higher oppositions, you you need that's where a lot of our chances are going to come from set pieces and stuff. So we need to make the most of them, and we seem to start by creating some chances from them. Yep. Um... Outside of that, there was, uh, you know what, I can't even remember what it's called. The Trust Trophy, is it? SPFL Trust. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was on the same weekend as the Israel game. It was. Um, didn't see any, like, any sort of media correspondence about it at all. Um but the games we had in predictions, Kelly, Queen's Park, three one win for Kelly. Who would have, who would have known that? Certainly not me. I think mate cheated there. Um Queen of the South Partick. Queen of the South winners in that one. Because uh, Partick are mints. <laughs> yeah. Um Wraith East Fife. Wraith coming out um winners. Three one. Obviously, uh, Montrose Morton, a lovely nil nil draw. Uh, Cove Albion, 4 1 winners were Cove. Some game, though, uh, Cove uh, not really doing much until um, until late on, until well, like, 70, 79th minute they scored their first goal when they, when mm-hmm. they continued to score. Continued to score, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they did do that. To be fair, that exactly that's the thing. Sometimes you just need to keep plugging away, break down, break a team down, and then sometimes you do it once, and then you do it four times. You know. And uh, the last one in the predictions was Elgin Inverness. Inverness four two winners. Embarrassing, they conceded two though. Should only be one. Um, I think. Billy just just had one more point than during the predictions that week. Thank you. Doesn't matter. I'm so winning. Um, this well, you're not. The spreadsheet says that you have uh, error. You don't have points, bro. <laughs> <laughs> rigged. Um, yes, rigged. We were back to domestic action at the weekend there, though. Um, it was an action-packed Saturday with 
all six Premiership games on on a Saturday. Uh, five of them were three o'clock kickoffs. One of them was a time of kickoff. Six o'clock, six o'clock, 6 o'clock p.m. Kickoff. The Dundee and Aberdeen yes, game. And uh, none of them were televised in the UK. Which is a disgrace. Which is shocking that we've got a TV deal that basically none of our games ever get, ever get televised. Because a, a lot of the time, each each week, I know it's like the same old old firm bias and stuff, but most weekends is either a Celtic or a Rangers game on the TV, and there was neither there. But we should we surely have the scope that we could move games about to accommodate yes, a deal. But well, let's say like an earlier kick. We could have had an earlier or... kick off and had it on the TV. Uh, we could add an evening kickoff and had it on the TV. We could have changed one to a Sunday, had it on the TV. But I don't know. Yeah. We we have royally shafted ourselves, I think, with our TV deal. It's probably one of the worst. Oh, it's, worst a, it's, a great, it's a great TV deals if, ideal if you don't like watching games on the TV. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, but... Uh, yes. Celtic won 2-0. Away to Motherwell. Yeah. Um, if uh, don't know where Billy's seen the highlights, but if uh, if I was him, I would be giving David Turnbull the goal of the goal week. Of the day. Bring, bring goal of the day, goal of the week. I no, I think it was the goal of the week. What was this? Uh, David, David Turnbull's, Turnbull's goal against Motherwell at the weekend. Uh, I didn't, I didn't see it, so unfortunately, I can't give it my goal of the week. Uh, you can just give, uh, give us give us the authority. I, th- I think to give you it. probably should. Uh, well, I was an absolute screamer, to be fair. It can be the podcast goal of the week, but I have my own goal of the week. And um, uh, that's Yeah, it was. It was. It's. It's good that Celtic have now, after going so long without winning an away game, have won two on the bounce. Well done, and you're um, first I have to say, just an, a, an off-topic point, but on-topic point, I love Ange's press conferences. They're fantastic. Just oh, so refreshing. Yeah, we'll, we'll get through the weekend first. Um, did they not? Did they not? Sorry to digress, you, but they not make a comment about his time and like the system he plays now really helped him in the World Cup and he lost every game. I I, I just uh, I, I don't know. It was, it was something like it never made. It never seemed to be any said. But um, yeah, it it was good to see. I don't know, Celtic just being good again. Uh, the first goal was Jota, and it was a delightful ball from Tom Rogic. And it's a Tom Rogic that we've not seen in a few years playing creatively the way he can play so well. It's good to see again. Uh, Jota finishes it off nicely, and then obviously the David Turnbull absolute screamer. He's just he's got so much space, and he, the Motherwell players just allow him so much space to just hit the ball, and it. Um, I get caught the keeper, but it's not a keeper. No, there's not a keeper. I get caught him a little bit off guard the way it bent into that top corner, but it was very nice. Three points secured for Celtic, and it was three points not secured for Rangers at Ibrox at home to Hearts, a one each draw. Um, so presumably this is now yeah, it's the usually bit the bit where, where you come I'll, in. I'll yeah. do the, 
Um, obviously, I was working, but uh, my dad. I know you're not listening, Jim, but um, if you are, I've. I know you're not you. listening, but if you are, um, <laughs> <laughs> just an off chance. Um, from what from what I've heard, and obviously I've only managed to watch the highlights. Um, the first half, Rangers um, controlled the game really well. Um, passed and moved. Probably the best uh, first half. Probably best performance I've had all season. And really should have been two or three up. And the second wait, half... Wait, 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 wait. I've got to say, though, John Lundstrom did have a contender for a, for goal of the week with his hit in the 40th it, minute. It, it was a contender. I know Craig hasn't been a fan of John Lundstrom, I, but the last probably six or seven games, he's probably been Rangers' best every player. Every game he plays, he does seem to get better. I mean, he obviously just had a rusty start to the, to the life and... Scotland, um, but it has seemed to improve a lot since since you know I slated. I think after the um, the red the red card against yeah. Alash, Kurt, he's kind of really yeah kind of up turned a leaf. Um, second half, um, again Rangers creating plenty of chances. Um, what's it called? Morelos had plenty of chances. Didn't really do anything with it. Um, and then 90th minute, Hart's corner. Um, Al McGregor misses it. He's not. He's not actually quite a. I know I could um, previous podcasts. I would say how phenomenal a keeper he is. He's not a not, yeah, commanding not keeper. Balls, really. Um. Obviously. Um. He palms it up in the air and Craig Halkett um scores. Um, yeah, it was. I know, Jeff. I think what I've seen the the highlight of the goal, and um, as funnily enough, as the corner is being taken, uh, the Rangers stadium announcer is announcing the man of the match. Um, man of the match gets announced. The ball comes in, and then a uh, heart score. I know it is um, Alan McGregor's fault, but I do have to agree with uh, Stephen Gerrard's um, post-match um, interview where he said, although it was a mistake from Alan, he'll get the blame for it. The game should really be up, been put to bed by then. Yeah, the, if you make that many chances, you have to finish your. You have to. You have to finish it off early on. I almost echoed some of Celtic's uh, earlier yeah. games in the season where they were getting like 35, 40 shots and then like only maybe scoring one See, or so two. Or Rangers didn't even do that, we only a scored one. strange game this because obviously Rangers should have been two or three up, should have put the game to bed. And the stats obviously show that Rangers look miles a better team. But I've got to say Hart has definitely deserved their point. Like they... It wasn't like they well, they had a smashing grab yeah. Did, but they, they I, I would say game. so purely for the fact that they were there were several injustices in that game. Uh, yeah, Don Robertson. Uh, oh, just, you know, the, yeah. He left his just red slipped. card at home until he had to send off uh, Robbie Nielsen. Yes. Uh, Rangers were extremely fortunate to be not down to ten, if not nine men. But um, I think I think after the the outrage from the media and. Like every Rangers fan on the planet after the, the Portis one, yeah. like the way they were talking about that, and then there's been just absolute silence about the Arebo tackle. They didn't even show it in sports scene. 
which is no, it wasn't even shown, which is it, interesting. It's telling, it's telling, isn't it? Yeah. Um, nah, I lucky, yes, call it that. But um, then, um, um, obviously it does to digress slightly. Um, obviously, view long time viewers know the team that I clearly support, but it does sort of advocate the idea of having VAR. Because that type of incident would have clearly gone to VAR and probably have been a red card. Yeah. Let's not get into it. Because it's a, it's, yeah, it's, we, we could get into that. Oh, I was just going to be a 30 seconds. Yeah. Sort of. yeah. um, no, it, Hearts, Hearts maintained their unbeaten start. Which is, um, I've got to say, fair play to Hearts, I think. Well, me, me being one of them, had them written down, written off at the start of the season. Um, but... I wouldn't have expected them to be doing so well so early, but Nine games it's where they, again, again, it's this, yeah, it's, it's this it, like question of can they sustain it? Yeah, but they, um, which I'm unsure about. They played both the old firm teams, sitting second in the league, a point behind. Yeah, they're taking f- four not, points from them. Yeah, it's not um, it's not a bad life for, uh, not a bad start for Robbie Nielsen. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. a cracking weekend for Dundee United, away to. Hibs and they did leapfrog them in the table. Three uh, nil winners, an absolute thumping. Uh, if anyone predicted that, then then fair play to them. But um, no, I could, I could not have told you that that would happen. Hibs kind of they seemed reasonably comfortable pushing on. They were also unbeaten until um, the week before the international break. They played Rangers, lost the game. Um, only just lost the games, and then they come out and they just get absolutely hammered by Dundee United. It's a, it's a very strange one. Sometimes just a marginal loss, the the game before an international break, can yeah sort of make or break a team. Um, and obviously, it's a, men- it's yeah, a mental thing. If you, I guess, you don't play a game in between. A lot of Hibs players won't have been away on international duty, so it's just sort of stewing. It's not like they they're doing anything in between. Um. I didn't expect I, I didn't expect them to lose, let alone lose three 0 We've got to say fair play to Dundee United anyway. Um, yeah, exactly. A well deserved win. Shooting well above what everyone expect them to this season so far, especially. Well, I think. Um, I'd say losing Shankland, more getting rid of Shankland just for the money. Um, yeah. Hearts done. Hearts Dundee United and Motherwell, I think, personally, are. Currently punching a bit above where I expect them to be. Um, and then you, you've also got St Johnson and Aberdeen that you could probably say punching uh, below. Or yeah, are really not doing well. Um, um, what are you expecting to be? But yeah, it's. I, I I'm trying to remember back the previous season. Is it? It's never usually this close. But like, obviously, it's only nine games in. But it's still really close. It's never. It's usually uh, either Rangers or Celtic have pulled away. Maybe a. A three or four point gap already, but um, well, there was. I think Ange had a, a silly question in one of his press conferences recently. Uh, someone alluding to the the league being over already, and I think he was a bit sort of puzzled by that. Uh, yeah, the league is uh, um, far from over. Nine games, nine games in, and there's like between the top six is only six points between first yeah. and sixth. It's not. Like so that's not nine games to play, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, you were just saying about St. Johnson. They were 
convincingly beat by Livingston, who yeah. again they like they've not had the best start, but three 0 winners at St Johnson. Livingston's is... first win of the season, I think. No, no, they are about the beat Celtic, didn't they? Yeah. Um, and that was Dundee. <laughs> they got their first win at the weekend, didn't they? Yeah. Um, um, three three no winners over St Johnson, who have, I don't know. It seems it seems to be a bit of a hangover from their cup double last season. Yeah, it's just a not performed well in any any game that they've played. I don't think they have. They have lost a couple big names, obviously. Um, yeah, but they got Europe, but they got half decent replacements for the big names. They did, yeah. Um, People that should be well capable of winning. Some of these games that they've lost—it's not working really for them as much as it was last season. No, and um, well, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's gonna gonna get any better for them anytime soon. I think they're away to Celtic at the weekend. They are, yes. Um, well, could could be another another tough weekend for them. But again, we'll get into that. Who knows in the century? Um, fuck off uh, Ross County welcomed St Mirren and St Mirren uh, three goals in the first half wrapped up for them good C- good yep exactly yeah. um, and that is uh, the way to <laughs> that's it yeah. that's how you yeah. kick racism out of Scottish football just keep beating them so, uh, relegate them then just keep beating them next season yeah. relegate them again um, although, uh, yeah, Ross County have no one but themselves to blame. You hire a racist, he breeds racism, and the fans are then racist. And then they, they, they can't win. And they can't um, win. Racism cannot yes. win. It, it, it was actually a very good game. Um, <laughs> it was actually a great game. Um, but well-deserved St Mirren. Yeah, St Mirren, mm-hmm. our team that are, are doing... All right, this season so far, obviously they're only one point outside the top six. Yeah, they're only just outside the top six. They're fairly well clear of of teams below them. Yeah, this, they just concede far too many. Six, six uh, without a loss now for them. Um. Yeah, and <laughs> a team that just can't stop losing. Finally, Aberdeen, uh, playing personally, who I think is the worst team in the league. And uh, losing to them, they even let a pedo score. Uh, so well done, Aberdeen. <laughs> losing two one to Dundee. By the way, David Bates uh, played a, a great offside trap for him. Um, <laughs> we do. I do. I do enjoy when an offside trap just doesn't work well. Yeah. Who would have thought in the, the Charlie uh, Adams Scott Brown battle that Charlie Adam would have came out on top? He did also get that cheeky nutmeg on him yeah. as well. Maybe yep. watching that one for days. That he's one probably, he's probably still out. watching it. De- he'll be watching it like his pre-game warm-up before the ne- their next game. He'll be watching he's showing it. His <laughs> showing his kids. I mean, <laughs> showing his kids. Showing his dentist. The last, time, the last time Scott Brown won a league game with Aberdeen was the 8th of August. Uh, well, the last, last time Aberdeen won a league game. game. <laughs> it's the, I think they, they won in a conference league qualifier yeah, and then they lost to Wraith in the it. league cup and, and then since then they have not won since. 
I did. I did enjoy Ten games uh, Mr. Cormac's one. rant. Um, uh, yeah, it's like, earlier on the week. Gonna basically how he's, he's continuing to back uh, uh, Stephen Glass because because <clears> uh, of how unlucky Aberdeen have been so far this season. You know, based on the stats, they've been the better team in majority of their games, so they should have been winning uh-huh. these games. Yeah, but they've just been unlucky, you know. Um. So yeah, that's a good. I point. think. I think he may. He... Aberdeen could have a point. Of allowing Stephen Glass a bit more time, but there has got to be a point where they say, How "Right, enough's enough." Yeah, like I know what he's only been there fifteen games or something. Um, yeah, I mean, but Aberdeen should be looking to finish and, top four and, and already eight points after nine yeah, games and off you know, top four. And, and it's not like he's inexperienced at all. Like he had a. a a, he had a football career and then he, he's been over in the States coaching and managing um, he, he should well enough know himself how he wants to play I, I don't know, there's not really any excuses but maybe they will give him a bit more time and see what he can do because a lot of the time it does take time to sort of get systems in place, especially when it's Ar- Aberdeen have been for so long they'd been under McInnes. Yeah. Just playing like the same style of football and he's trying to change it. He's trying to control possession more. Um, which, I mean... Yeah, but they they do, they do just need to get a win. And getting a win, get the monkey off the back and they'll... I mean, for maybe me... Maybe kick uh, on from that. I think the blame solely has to go down to the manager. I think Aberdeen have recruited well. I think there's been a fair chunk of funds punted in but if you look at Stephen Glass's stats so manager of Atlanta United 2 from January 2019 to July 2020, 38 games played, he won 9 of them conceded 85 goals in 38 games <laughs> you know manager of then, the interim manager of Atlanta United FC, 19 games, he only won 5 of them you know yeah, yeah he's, dreadful. I think if he wasn't a big cut Dave, Dave Powell, then uh, I don't think he would have got the job. No, but... Um, 6 and 22 wins with Aberdeen. Uh, how is that, you know... But we'll I'm hold out here right now. I'm going to say Scott Brown will be the Aberdeen manager before Christmas. I you mean, yeah, I I reckon if he doesn't if he doesn't get a win in the next five games, he has to go. And uh, I can't see them going and spending money on anyone, so they'll take the cheap option, give it to Scott Brown. Uh, Give it Scott. Give it Bruni till the end of the season. They do. They they have quite a hard uh, list of fixtures. We've got Hibs, Rangers, then Hearts. All teams that are above them and have got better players, mm-hmm. and they're gonna be up against it. Um, Too sorry for um, Lewis Ferguson. Obviously, they they managed to convince him to. Well, I, I say managed to convince him to to stay. They uh, did just turn down his transfer request that they handed in the summer. Um, so instead of getting battered, we don't we Aberdeen don't know the whole week, behind the scenes of that though. So yeah, instead of getting battered at Aberdeen every week, he could have been getting battered at Watford every week. <laughs> um, championship Dunfermline didn't lose at the weekend. Yes, I mean, everyone's shocked. A two each draw. I, I know. I, I thought no one expected was, that, and I was told I thought it was absolute nonsense. But also, it. everyone liked that. Everyone liked that. Everyone, everyone likes Kelly dropping that. points. Um, air. Um, the good side of Ayrshire 
two uh, one winners over Queen of the South at home. Yep, Duffy Ball and, back uh, on track. The second goal gets my goal of the week because it was the best goal I've ever seen of that week. <laughs> He's seen one goal of the week. Um, um, yeah, it was that. I needed to see. I got a, a good. Yeah, you have a, do you have a good day out of the football, Craig? I did have a good day out of the football, you know, and I've got to say, I really do like James Maxwell. Um, I don't under, I don't actually know yet what position we we use him in. <laughs> um, obviously, you know, he's a left back by trade or a right back. I think he's a left back actually. Yeah. Um, we don't play him at left back. Um, I don't know really what position. I think it's more like mid center mid basically we play him. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I do like him. He seems to be a great player. Always had a goal that chopped off for offside just before Queen of the South scored, and he obviously did that one personally, going on and winning yep. a penalty and then uh, scoring a goal. Yeah, yep. former Queen of the South Loney as well. Yeah, good for Air to get a, get a win. It was it's help for them in their their case of uh, staying in the championship. And, and yes, yeah. he's staying in the champ. I don't think here. Well, I don't think Air. No, no, wood, I don't no, think Air no. are going to be in a relegation battle this year. I think there are two. Um, very bad teams in the league this season. Um, yeah, well, that, that are three. going to be fighting it out. No, I think I think there's two. There's two main ones that are going to be fighting it out till the end of the season. I don't. I know that Morton are technically below Hamilton right now, but I don't think uh, Morton. I think Morton will will push on past Hamilton. Yeah. Um, I think Hamilton might be struggling. Um. Yeah. Obviously, Hamilton lost. Was it six? Six one. Six one to Partick. On Friday, if it was a boxing match, it'd have been stopped. Ah, uh, ah, uh, yeah. It, it just like, and the thing is, I keep seeing Partick fans. Yes, well done. You you won convincingly, but um, I've seen, I've seen some of the some of the the Hamilton play is just abysmal. Yeah, um, Partick fans saying they they didn't even really play that well. No, uh, and they still absolutely hammered them like that. But yeah. Fair, fair play because they, Partick kind of they they needed a, a confidence booster. They've had they've not had some great results so I far. I mean, they, they score so many goals. They just yeah, they just concede a lot. Yeah. So yeah, many I've seen goals. A stat of the, I think there's a hundred twenty odd goals so far in the championship this season. Partick have been the thirty percent of them been been in Partick's games. Yeah, um, Inverness two 0 winners over Morton, so Morton are second from the bottom. And Vernon's um, extending their lead at the top. And Wraith are, are were two one winners over our both. Yeah. Makes it um an interesting game next week with uh Inverness playing Wraith. Um so it'll be Inverness could go what eight points clear at the top if Kelly don't win. Although I think Kelly are playing Hamilton, yeah. so um Yes. The 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 week is now. We are Wednesday, um, and yesterday was Tuesday, and an unusual fixture, um, for a Tuesday, a Europa League game for Celtic. But uh, not just the day, but the time half past three in the afternoon. Uh, kick off for Celtic in Europa League at home against Ferencváros. I I don't think I've ever watched a football game midweek at that time, ever. Unless it's like, unless it was like Euros games, 
but I don't really count internet like like international tournaments. Um, yeah, Celtic. I I expected Celtic to win, and uh, Celtic did win. A solid performance dominated Ferencváros, who I don't think that they're, they're not terrible, but they also weren't great. They did camp in their own half for quite a lot of the game, and it. They seemed worse than what they were last time. You I don't know though. whether that's them being worse because they've not. Or Celtic uh-huh, being better. They did, they did... It's got a combination. I, I, of I think two. Celtic are objectively much better than they were the last time they played them. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I don't know if it's like. I think it's just the way we're playing is better than the way we were playing before. Um, it did take us a bit, but uh, again, Jota is an absolute. You're not going to see a better. Is an absolute one. Is an absolute wonder to watch, and he does. Celtic are they're pinned back. Ferenc Farros have got a bit of pressure, in in the left back position, and a nice bit of tidy passing between Montgomery Jota and. I don't know who the third is. I can't remember. Maybe in Carter Vickers. I don't know. Starfelt, someone. Um, just to get out the day, out out that corner, and Jota breaks into space, and and he look, looks up and he sees the run of uh, Kyogo, and just uh, he just sends it, and it's an inch perfect pass, uh, through the defi- like through the air, takes a tiny bounce in front of Kyogo, and Kyogo's touches, eloquent. Um, before the goalkeeper shows him the near post and he, he finishes it calmly, coolly. I reckon um, that's all down to uh, Jota saying that he's uh, learning some Japanese to com- communicate with uh, uh-huh. their best friends. Their best friends. Yeah. Um, no, I just, I just, I just, I couldn't get over just the ball, the touch, the and then the finish. Yeah. Like it's just a real, it's just a really nice goal. And it, it breaks the deadlock. It gives some confidence. Um, and then Craig mentioned earlier about Calmack missing his penalty. Celtic get a penalty. Stonewalls, clear as day, Stonewalls, you like it. Um, tackle goes in on Jota and the ball breaks towards the byline and Montgomery runs in, touches it and gets tripped. Stonewall penalty. Calum Regera steps up. You're thinking, like you've seen him hit a decent. He can hit a decent penalty. Um, it does hit. A, it, it's not the worst penalty. Looking back at it, um, the goalkeeper's just quick and makes a, a good save to it. These things happen. Uh, it would have been nice to score there because I think it gave. Well, it probably would have got Ferenc Faros's hopes up. But Celtic didn't let their heads drop from it. Uh, kept pushing on, kept pushing on. Created another chance, and um, David Turnbull's uh, scuffs his shot, and uh, has to dive in for the the second bite of it. I don't know whether I think it might have been given as an own goal since, but um, we'll, we'll give it. We'll give it. We David. It's his goal. Two 0 and it finished two 0 and it's three points. First three points for Celtic in the Europa League. First, is it, is it not the first win for any Scottish team in the Europa League this season? This season, yes. Um, yeah, and just actual just, Europa League, not playoffs or anything. Yeah, it's yeah, just good to it's just good to win. 
um, and have a solid performance in a clean sheet. Although Ange does not pop champagne corks for clean sheets. Um, Fair enough, he shouldn't. He shouldn't. Because it, it, <laughs> I think he said that some clean sheets are different than others. You can have a clean sheet where your goalkeeper makes 20, 20 saves and he doesn't think that's a good clean sheet because you've not defended well. That is true, you've not. But I think Joe Hart made two saves or something last night. Two sort of saves that he had to make. Were, were they were they were they decent? They were decent. Yes. Um, <laughs> I've actually seen that video far too many times. Uh, yeah. No, he made a couple of saves, but apart from that, Celtic did defend well, and that's all you can ask for. Um, we'll move on. We'll do do El Predictionos for. Well, Bill, do you want me weekend. to go before you no. so you don't accuse no. me of So, 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 yeah, we'll start off um, tomorrow night, Rangers, Bronby. Uh, I think oh, sorry, Rangers Cree. will also get their, um, get their first Europa League win of the season. Um, and they'll do it comfortable fashion, 2-0. Uh, um... Oh, guys, I don't really know. Um, uh, yeah, if Rangers will win, I think should win this one, and I think they will. 2-1. Um, I'm going to say 1-0. I can't believe you copied Billy. Um, no, Matt, no. Matt's not here, obviously. Uh, so I'll go 2-1 two, 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 Broadway. Ranger, Ray. Okay. <laughs> yep. I could see Bronby pulling a result. To be fair, yeah, just, and someone uh, someone's got to say it. So Matt's going to say draw or something. Uh, Aberdeen Hibs at the weekend. I honestly, if Aberdeen managed to win this game, they'll be uh, be shocked. Even though Hibs did just get battered, uh, I, I, I can't see anything but a, a three-one victory for Hibs. Two-one uh, Hibs. I'm going to go one-all. Um, I'm going to go 4-1 confidence booster for Hibs they need, they need this bounce back next up it's Celtic at home to St Johnson um, Celtic do have the extra days to recover since they didn't have to play on the Thursday so don't think they'll be suffering any European hangover and they'll, they'll do the job here with a 3-0 victory Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Craig. I'll have to echo your thoughts there. Three 0 Celtic. Um, I'm going to go two 0 Celtic. Yeah, I, I was sitting about to start typing mine when Craig said three 0 and I was also thinking three 0 You know, great minds and all that. So that means it's going to be one 0 St. Johnson. Um, Wraith Inverness in the Championship. Top of the table class here. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go for two each draw. An exciting game. Uh, I also go for a draw, but score draw one one. I hate, I hate for Bill to go. Oh, he copied me, but I also um, echo a one all. Ah, oh, it's starting now. And yeah, next and up, yeah. Partick Thistledon, Fermlin. Um. Oh, this is a tough one because I think Dunfermlin are going to kick on at some point. I keep saying it. Whether that draw against Kelly would. Is the thing that's going to kick them on? Who knows? Um, I don't know. Two-one uh, to Partick this one. Three-one uh, Partick. 
Um, I'm going to say 4-1 party. They do score a lot of goals. It's going to be one of those games where, like, uh, I don't know, it could be a goal fest. Hello, I'm back. We still talk about part of Thistledon Fairland because I put. I, I put we are. I did try to stall put, for 30 I put score, seconds. I put score back. draw one each. Yeah. Um, before we move on to Cove Rangers Clyde. Oh. Oh, this is a tough one. I'm going to go for a 2 0 Cove Rangers victory. Um, God, such a tight league. Holy moly! Um, score draw one one. Um, I'm gonna say two nil to Cove. I've got three nil to Cove, although they've not been fantastically on form. Um, next up, Queens Park, Alloa. 4-0 Queen's Park. Uh, I'll go for 2-1 Queen's Park. I'm going to go 2-0 Queen's Park. I'm going 3-1 Queen's Park. Finally, it's not the weekend, but it is... Well, it's before we're going to do a podcast again. It is next Tuesday night's feature feature match in the championship. is Air v Lesser Air. Craig. Yeah. Um, obviously, we uh, we did struggle in the first derby of the season, um, but you know Duffy Ball is in full flow now, and uh, Kelly just they didn't even beat them fair one, so you know what hope you got for them. So uh, it's going to be a a two 0 air victory. Score draw one one. Uh, one nil air. Yep, one nil air. Just, just a win. Chalk up the points. And uh, with that, it's uh, time to say night night, Ross Jure. Um, As always, thanks for listening. Um, take care and I hope everyone has a good week. Say night night. Night night. Billy. Yep, thanks everyone for listening and yeah, good night. Craig. Look, I tried to learn how to say goodbye in Welsh, but I cannot pronounce it. So um, maybe next week I'll be able to pronounce it. But for now, it's just goodbye. Goodbye from Craig. Good night from everyone else. Uh, for me, it's, it's dark outside, so it's good night and God bless. <laughs>